What is up, everybody? What's up? Welcome to Sneaks and Stats, episode 37. Who, I don't have a single clue. I have no 37. Oh, I do. I'm dumb. So dumb. He wants world peace, dude. Meta! Meta! What the heck? Uh, Yes. Welcome to the Meta World Peace episode. I'm going to elbow EJ in the face right now. You see this? Right here. (laughs) Uh, Do not forget, if you are watching on YouTube, hit that big old white subscribe button. Maybe red. It used to be red. red. I don't know. And smash the liker button. Or the dislike button. Maybe you don't like us, but I don't know why you're here, but hopefully you do. Uh, We're on TikTok. We're on Threads. We're on X. And mainly, we are on Instagram. You can always find us doing some funny, crazy, wacky stuff on Instagram. No. I am... Only serious. Only serious business inquiries. Yep. I am Julian, the Staddy Daddy. And I am EJ Sneaker Peter. You can call me you either one. Or you can call him... Tony. On the daily. On the daily. Yeah. What's up on the daily? How What's you been? What's up on the daily? You know, it's pretty good. They call me every, on the nightly. On the every night. On the every night. On the, on, <laughs> on the so many nights every day. Uh, this episode is going to be, I think, a fun one. We got not only some good shoes to talk about, some interesting new stuff, but the NBA world. It's getting crazier every week. It's getting a little shaken up. Mm-hmm. Not too crazy, but mm-hmm. a little bit. All-Star Weekend All-Star is... Weekends quickly approaching on the rise super bowl is happened yesterday they are at vegas even though we have not recorded it or Mm -hmm. we're recording before the game happened i'm just gonna say congratulations to the chiefs we knew you could do it the whole time we both were rooting for you especially him (laughs) congratulations i know you were trouble when you went to vegas i was i'm telling that to the niners because they're in trouble they're in trouble (laughs) uh but yeah, some good NBA stuff coming up. All Star Weekend is always fun. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Mr. Kobe Bryant finally getting his statue. Yes, he got his statue last week. Uh-huh. Uh, very cool. One of three, which I did not know until the day of the statue reveal. I, I had heard about at least it was like what I had heard it was going to be a, a statue of Kobe and Gigi, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. But I, now it's going to be the the one they've revealed is his number eight statue doing mm-hmm. the. Walking off the court during 81 points. Yes. Pose. And then uh, yet to be revealed, presumably will be a 24 statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the one with Gigi. With him and Gigi, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw a cool, interesting uh, topic that kind of gained some traction. He's wearing the Zoom Hirachi one in the statue that they revealed yesterday. And people are like, now they need to release that shoe. If they released oh, that, that shoe, sick. holy moly, that would cause chaos. It would, that mean? would be. I was. I was. The I was wondering. Because I was looking at the photo. I'm like, okay, these are the shoes he's wearing. I wonder if they did that for the statue, and they did. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. Yeah, the white, the white with the purple, yeah. and the black. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where that pair, that pair he wore, is exactly. But you can imagine if Nike were to come out with that with Vanessa somehow, that would be insane. Man, Vanessa has also been teasing everyone on Instagram. Not fair. With some crazy PE, wifey PEs Mm -hmm. of pretty much all all the big Kobe's. She had some fours, some sixes, some eights. And it was all, I'm like, I don't think any of these are being released. It was just like some cool Valentine's like, here you go. (laughs) No, I think think she's 
she's teasing what will eventually come out throughout the year and next year. So these don't even have a date yet. But she had, you remember she had like three pairs in a row that were only Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's also, those might be just for her. Those (laughs) were, some of those were so sick. Yeah, I was just going to say. The burgundy The The Vinos? Yes. Why? The The Dodgers? The Dodgers ones? I hope those come out. I know, I hope so If they do some kind of limited release, LA Mm -hmm. will be canceled for the day. (laughs) LA will be shut down. Do not come to LA. Mm -hmm. Um... Also kind of cool, uh, they're expecting uh, the Kobe statue to be the most visited landmark in LA after in a couple of years, just because it's, right now I think it's Grauman Chinese Theater, because everyone goes to Hollywood, tourists go to Hollywood. That's interesting, yeah. Uh, with the amount of fans Kobe has over the, world. the whole world, yeah. when they come to Los Angeles, I would imagine that is going to be a destination for people. And especially you know. China. Where oh my he god, was yeah. Huge. Yes. And obviously, most people in the world live in China. So, mm-hmm. you could, I could, that's an interesting point. I didn't see it. It could be like you have to line up to get your photo with the Kobe statue. For sure. So. It, it becomes open to the public. Um, obviously, you, you see this on Monday, but for us, it's a 10 a.m. at 10 a.m. So, there's going to be lines of people there. Yeah. I'm, I would imagine for the next first few weeks. I think so. Um, It'll be cool. I mean, we kind of talked about this that mm-hmm. there is three. Mm-hmm. I do feel in a way it kind of, to quote my wife, diminishes the value a little bit of yeah. like one statue. Because like see that. there's one magic statue, there's one Kareem, one chick, yeah. one Wayne Gretzky. Like all these greats have one. Mm-hmm. But at the, at, so having three, you know, it feels a little less special than like, oh, there's the Kobe statue instead mm-hmm. of there's a Kobe statue. But it, it, I think it will at the end of the day be cool because like, you can have 50 people here waiting at one, another 50 here. Instead like, of 5,000 at yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like that idea. Assuming they're all at crypto, maybe, I mean, I'm assuming they will be, but I guess they could be And how they're spaced out will matter too, yeah. right? Because I would imagine they put it around the, the arena. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how far from each other. Um, and your dad brought up a good point too. You know, they're obviously no longer with us. So yeah. it kind of um, is more of a memorial, you know, just because... Yeah, that's They're true. no longer with yeah. us, you know? So I think it's that's a cool point, too. And I, I think something that is a little overlooked, you know, obviously, anytime Kobe gets brought up now, his past indiscretions get brought up, too, yeah. which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all in all, I think towards the end of his life, he was becoming, like, almost in a way even more prominent of, like, an L.A. figure because mm-hmm. he was winning Oscars he was doing all this entrepreneur stuff and like writing writing books and but every time you like saw him he was still just at the gym with Gigi like mm-hmm. in Orange County like he was in LA it, it, he ne- he didn't like i mean obviously LA is a destination for a lot of um famous people mm-hmm. but like he was in LA like he was here always always like doing something he was, he, yeah. he really felt like LA's like prodigal son like you big time so I think it's almost understated, like how he was becoming an LA figure, even more so after he retired, like yeah. by doing the movies and doing you know all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically, the person he became after basketball, right? like he he was gonna, yeah. I feel like he could, even though you it's can different, you can see the change, you can feel the change. Yeah, you can feel it definitely. But I, I feel like he was almost becoming like when he showed up to a Laker game. It was electric. Stand, standing ovation, always. Every time. And it's like, he showed up to a, more than I kind of thought he would, yeah. frankly. And he was, mm-hmm. he, he's, I mean, the Lakers are home for him. But like, mm-hmm. when, so I, I think that it does make sense why you would give him, I think f- phrasing it, like you helped me see it more as like these statues are a memorial. 
Yeah. Which I guess I didn't really think about before. So, mm-hmm. but I think that's a good way to look at it that he, it's a memorial. Yeah. You know? And I, I mean, it's going to create that conversation. I think that'll be there when the statues come. But, you know, it is what it is. And like I said, we're, we're from LA. So this is our Kobe. We can, well, we'll, we, we'll do what we want with it. With, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with how we want his legacy to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, you were talking about, one pose you heard from the twenty four statue yeah. might be him with the five the five trophies. You know, talk about with the hat. Yeah, yeah, and that would be you said that would be a great like pose to have where you can go like if you want to take a photo you can be like I'm next with, to him. I'm with the trophies and I'm with Kobe. So yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I my favorite Kobe photo ever we talked about too is the one of him on the the stanchion after the after they win in twenty ten going mm-hmm. like this oh, yes with a crowd in the background and the, and the confetti and I, stuff my favorite I have a hanging in my house my favorite Kobe photo that ever gives me chills thinking I about know that. me too dude that moment yeah. was great that because that series was like nuts draining for everybody yes you know exhausting what I mean? everybody exhausting. involved yes so that, those those would be those would both be cool ones I don't mm-hmm. know what else you would do for twenty four. I also we they're also saying do they have uh do they have a celebration of um like they did for the first statue for all the other two I think they do yeah I don't know you have I, I right? kind of think you could probably scale it back like unless you wanted to have different people speak because yesterday uh, Phil Jackson spoke mm-hmm. Jeannie Bus spoke uh, Derek Fisher spoke mm-hmm. Cap Cap spoke I think that was it mm-hmm. Stu, Stu Lance led the event mm-hmm. you said. And so you still have guys that are, I mean, there's been a lot of speeches made about Kobe. Yeah. So maybe some of these guys have said their piece, but, you know, like, obviously it seems you like. You still have some more people. Powell maybe you might want to speak or maybe. Robert Ory or something. Yeah. Shaq. Shaq probably won't because, you, you, you know. You, you brought this up last week and you, we made, almost made a bet on it if he would show up. You were right. He didn't show up. But, I mean, he, he made a, a memorial video. Yeah. A tribute yeah. video. He, to he, the, he made a tribute video, which yeah. was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But if he was going to speak at one, it probably would have been eight. Maybe if they mm-hmm. do more ceremonies, maybe he'll speak at the, through, the Kobe yeah. and Gigi one. Yeah. Um, but you would think it would have been eight since yeah. you know, he, ne- he, he didn't play with 24. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Cool cool moment. Did you see when uh, Phil Jackson said, if you were a part of that Laker team, if you were one of his teammates, can you please stand up? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. that. Was, man, I got chills, dude. Because he had everybody in, this crowd, in the crowd stood up. Um, a lot of people showed up for him, man. Yeah, I saw I saw a ton of people were there. Every, every everyone we said last week um, pretty much showed up, and some. Uh, yeah, I saw um, Mark. I, I don't know why I follow Mark Madsen on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was there. <laughs> Mad Dog. Mad uh, Dog was there. Uh, Del Harris was there. Del Harris was there, which was kind of interesting because mm-hmm. everything I've read, they didn't have their greatest relationship, but still very cool. respectful. Yeah, I saw Byron Scott posted something cool from he like from your first coach to your last coach because mm-hmm. they they had a photo together. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. He was there when it was him. Yeah. Um, um a uh, ton of people showed up. There was too. a lot. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the uh, the three P teammates came, but a lot a lot of the uh, there was a lot of the oh nine oh eight oh eight to ten people too. Yeah. Like, uh, Ariza was. You said Ariza was there. Meta was there. Meta was there. Sasha yeah. was there from you know the three P. It was just cool. cool. Yeah, so. Very cool. Cool to see all this, these people, man, you know. Very exciting. I'm, I'm definitely curious to see what they do for the, the, next, the next two. Yeah. And it would have been nice for the Lakers to win the game, but you can imagine, you know. Dude, I can't <laughs> remember the last time the Lakers won an important game. Christmas. Like Christmas, ga- Christmas Day, we've lost like the last 10, mm-hmm. something bad, <laughs> something mm-hmm. really bad. 
the first game after Kobe passed away. Lost that lost one. Lost that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a lot. Oh, opening night. I feel like I don't know the last. We time never we really lost ever win opening on, night. On yeah. opening night. Um, you yeah. now if now that I think about it, the last big game we won, Kobe's last game. <laughs> well, yeah, that was an important game. We did win. I remember. Um, yeah, as far as like games where the day meant something not just the team we were playing mm-hmm. it's been a while since we won but in 2020 i do remember beating the clippers and the bucks mm-hmm. right before the season shut down for covid and those games were i remember those being huge like mm-hmm. oh we can beat the best teams in the league like we got a shot yep so those those games we we, we you know the lakers win big games every once in a while but as far as like oh it's a big you know 75th anniversary you know whatever, whatever. any one of those any, games any, yeah we, we don't do yeah. well yeah, yeah we don't do well <laughs> Um, Even when Kobe was here, to be honest, <laughs> I, I remember the first time I remember being well, and not the first time because obviously, like, there's that Cavs, the '08 or '09 Christmas game where the fans started throwing the, the fingers. fingers. Yeah, uh, that was something that was bad. But then I remember the big one where I'm like, oh god, like, how do we lose this? Was uh, the 2011 Christmas game that we lost to the Bulls, Derek Rose. where Kobe tries to force up that game went over like mm-hmm. four defenders. I remember being like. Why? I also remember Derrick Rose's runner in the lane. I was like, yes. oh, God, don't hit it. Don't Man, hit it. Derrick Rose. Oof. Nasty guy. Uh, NBA trade deadline just finished last mm-hmm. week, too. So mm-hmm. we're going to get to that a little later in this episode. But just want to throw that out there. Stick mm-hmm. around. Not too many big names. Nothing too, too crazy. But honestly, uh, there wasn't, there wasn't the, big, the big trades pretty much already happened. Harden was in traded in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dame was traded before the start of the season. Yep. And then OG and the the Toronto guys they were traded midway through the season. Yeah, so that... most of the big trades happened before the trade deadline, which I'm interested in seeing. You know, a lot of people, especially the Harden trade, because he's been such a polarizing player yeah. on and off the court the last few seasons. Mm-hmm. People were like, you know, are you, did you guys rush this? Like, wouldn't you want to wait until trade deadline and get a better deal, potentially? Yeah. But there, someone, I think uh, Lawrence Frank, their GM, said, like, well, now we get to figure out all the kinks and stuff. You yeah, know, because with, you, you did it early. With 60 games left in the season as opposed to 30. And obviously it worked because they have the number one seed in the West now. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if we'll see that trend more where, like, if you know someone is probably going to be available at the trade deadline and you know you want them, like an OG Ananobi, or Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Should, shouldn't you just make the move so you have time? And obviously, it seems like it's worked for the teams that have. The Knicks mm-hmm. are rolling with OG Ananobi, yeah. who is going to be out for three weeks after he's going to get a procedure done. But um, only three weeks isn't too bad, and one of those weeks is All-Star, so no games anyways. So mm-hmm. it's probably will be fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see if in the next few years, teams will make the big trades earlier in the season. Yeah. And just like because... try and finish your roster with seventh, eighth guys yes. on the bench yeah like we see we saw this trade deadline because i think the 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 issue is trading early is will the price be really high will yeah will, will it go down later on of course but do but we don't have the time for that, that that's the trade-off right? right is yeah. that the team that has the player like a harden that says i'm not going to play for you so right. you better trade me you you don't want to, you, like, the later it gets into the season, the more desperate you get. So potentially mm-hmm. you could get a better offer from from some teams. But I don't know. If it, if it was me and I knew, okay, 
I'm the Clippers. I want a point guard. Mm-hmm. Harden is available. I'm going to go get him. Like, I don't care what time of the year. I, I like that. I Especially think a player of that smart. caliber. You know, it's not yeah. like you're getting a backup guy or something. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and needing to go after him. It's someone that caliber, yes, do it early. I agree with that. Uh, something to consider that I saw. I mean, it probably won't really matter because most of these guys will sign extensions. Yeah. But um, if Joel Embiid and Luka Doncic pick up their player options on their current contracts, mm-hmm. the summer of 2027 will have Luka, Joel Embiid, and um, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Oh all my be, God. All be free agents. If they'll probably get extended because they're like. Their teams they're on now can offer them a thousand million dollars, mm-hmm. but uh, but can but, you imagine if somehow one of those dudes said, "No, nah, I'm good." I, I would I would think out of the, those three, it would probably be Embiid, just because of the probably success, the lack of success they've had over the years, and maybe Luca. I mean, he could he could get upset too because Dallas they has not been great. Exactly, uh, SGA I feel like is a work in progress. You know, I think and yeah. he was and he was a part he was a part of that yeah. since the beginning, yeah. right? So, I agree. Um, we'll see now. Oh, well, we'll talk about that later. But we'll, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get to some trades. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about, believe it or not, some shoes. Yeah, is that, is that why we're here? I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, let us get into some shoes. By the way, me and Julian are both wearing Jordan One Lows today. What do you guys think? Cheers! <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> Happy shoe day! Happy shoe day! Yeah. We only record on Tuesdays. You were laced up, weren't you? What? What? <laughs> uh, some new releases mm-hmm. for everybody out there. Again, some really cool stuff. Actually, although I should almost call this yet to be released because none of these are out. <laughs> but there will which be, is, which is cool because <clears throat> it, it will be out. One of them will be out this week. Yes, we have we have at least one coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Two, actually, we have two coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, the. Do you like snacks? You know, I do like snacks, but I only what like them if they're. Snack? I only like them if they're cheesy. Oh. Do you like snacks? Do you like like hot snacks? I, I like cheesy snacks. I like cheesy. hot snacks. Flaming like, hot. I like it sometimes in a puff form. Okay. Right. I prefer the puff form. Puff actually. form is pretty fire. It's pretty fire. Puff form and hot though. Fire, fire. Although, if I'm going to go, if I had, if I had a hot snack mm-hmm. of some cheesy hot variety, it would have to be uh, the <laughs> the sticks, the sticks, the, the fries. Oh, I had to are, get the fries in the hot yellow bag. Fire. So fire. And my, I would have to eat them with a cheetah named Chester. Chester. The, Chester. These shoes are the besters <laughs> by Chester. By Chester. <laughs> uh, here Ooh, they are. What a cool picture, man. I know this is from Puma from their their press release. Yes. Um, super cool set design. I thought it was super funny. I love that they went uh, all out on this it. This like desert with these crazy big seats and uh, <laughs> yeah. The oh, I see the logo now. I honestly didn't realize that was the logo. These are the uh, Scoot, the Puma Scoot Zeros, Zeros, which is kind of interesting. I don't I don't mm-hmm. really know the history behind it. As I guess besides that, he is his number is double zero. zero. Yeah. Um, Scoot Henderson, of course, the rookie taken. Third overall? Yes. Second overall? Third. Second overall. Oh, third overall, third, yes. Yeah. Uh, by the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. He's having a decent season. He he, he got hurt. <clears throat> Beginning of the year was terrible. Got hurt, came back, and actually he's playing pretty decent now. Yeah, he was hurt again. He did not play in mm-hmm. their most recent game. Um, but yeah, fine. I mean, it's tough to compare him to like Wemby and, and Chet, um, who are the clear front runners. 
but yeah, but I mean, he's he's he, he's pretty, rookie, pretty decent. You can't ask for much more. Exactly. Um, but yes, this is the Puma Zero collab with Cheetos, uh, which is uh, which is a cool uh, collab. You don't you you like seeing these like the ones like with Nerf Nike with Nerf and like yeah. all these brands that kind of like uh, were were like kind of like uh, you know like obviously our snacks or like the toys we used to play with as kids. And yeah. Like well, like a nostalgic collab. This right? is a cool collab. I like this one. I, I, I like I like well it too. Well done too. I, I'm a sucker for orange, you know, yeah. um, and black. I love that that combination. Um, the Puma came out with a colorway. They're, they're doing a lot of like bright colorways lately. Yeah. Um, uh, their most recent was called the Georgia the Georgia Peach, Peach yeah. colorway. Um, so this was kind of cool thing that they're doing to follow up with that. And this isn't the only shoe part of the no. Cheeto. Yeah, they're doing um, a whole color an apparel collection. So there's some shirts yes. and. Uh, shorts and stuff and then three including the scoot zero three different pairs of shoes that mm-hmm. are getting the cheetos branding on them and again I'm, I'm i'm more of a flaming hot cheeto guy but i, I do like a, a regular you know cheeto. if they do well because they are pretty cool but if mm-hmm. they do well it does at least leave the door open to do a flaming hot thing which i guess this kind of has a flame vibe to it so yeah. maybe they'll just chalk it up to that I think the flame was kind of represented here. Yeah. And then obviously Chester is there. And then, oh, here's the flame here for the, yeah. the Puma logo. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you like the, the silhouette, bro? I really like the silhouette, actually. I, yeah. I think it's really cool. Like the shape and everything? Um, here's a better look at the shape and the other shoes. Um, yeah, I, I like the shape a lot. I like it a lot better than LaMelo's signature shoe. Really? Um, as far as Pumas go. It's a little rounder. Yeah. I would say. Are, you think so? I actually felt like the, it's more sleek. the toe on LaMelo's was like, pretty bubbly but yeah that was just me mm-hmm. um definitely <laughs> similar though like you can tell it's a you puma. can tell it's a puma yeah. like that's the, what they're going for mm-hmm. um the other shoes here in the middle we have the rsx and yep. then the uh puma classic suede on mm-hmm. the far left which i think that might be my fav- favorite although it is Same. also the most out there <laughs> The most orange <laughs> yeah. definitely the most orange mm-hmm. um but it, it kind of works i I don't know about you. I kind of wish the Cheetos logo wasn't on the tongue right there. I kind of wish maybe they hit it somewhere. That or, or add something face. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, cool. I think this is a, a cool series. But I do, I do. I, looking closely at the Scoot Zero, I was like, oh, this is kind of a nice looking shoe. I would definitely ball in those. I think it's a great colorway. The shape is, um, like I said, it's like the Mellows, and we love the Mellows. So uh, beautiful shoe that they made for Scoot. I thought, you know. He chose Puma right off the bat, I think, which yeah. is good for him. You know, these athletes that are they expect to be really good get a deal right away. Um, Puma is a good one. They're, we've been saying for the last couple of weeks too. They're this is another brand that's kind of on the rise with their collabs and their their mod their new models. They really yeah. have caught up to to the game. Right? Yeah, no, they they definitely seem this is a a, a cool move for them because you mm-hmm. know there's a collab is always going to be. Kind of big news so oh yeah of course this is this is gonna be cool yeah i i again i i do like that classic suede i wish there was yeah i don't know the, just a slight change maybe maybe just like i don't even know if like red laces or something you know like yellow so, something to just to give it a little a more little contrast orange yeah yeah, a little yeah more contrast but 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 i i Honestly, think throw those laces on there those, those laces, are, laces are super nice uh i do like all three models i think i think they did a good job on all three um and they barely, I mean, usually when they do these, like, like, what would you say is better, this, or would you say the, um, the Powerpuff Girl collection is better? 
You see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? Like uh, the Powerpuff like, Girls collection. I, I think that's just what it is. I mean, it's different because right, Cheetos is like a brand, mm-hmm. where Powerpuff Girls is just like a cartoon. It's, it's like you don't see it everywhere, and there's mm-hmm. not like a logo that like I'm sure when Cheetos was negotiating this, they're like, okay, no, you have to put the Cheetos logo. Like it has to. Be it's going to be there somewhere. Yeah. Um, where like Powerpuff Girls, it was kind of more just like almost like a nod to it it doesn't it's, you know it's, it's not like on the shoe it says powerpuff girls mm-hmm. so i think i kind of prefer that so I, and i think that was better executed yeah but you know, like compare these with like the haritos mm-hmm. similar oh that's similar a good comparison lane, too similar yeah. lane because it's i think on the haritos it says haritos on there somewhere. it does but that but they only did one that whole and that whole brand is mm-hmm. just a little more low-key than yeah. Cheetos, which are bright orange and yellow, you know, True. so different. But I, I do think between the Powerpuff Girls and this, if I had to grab one, I would probably go for one of the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, yeah, I, I agree, too, just because I'm a sucker for the dunk. But um, I, I really, really like this this pair right here. The, uh, the Scoot Zero is a nice pair, I think. I do think, I, I feel like the Classic Suede, you could do some cool collabs with it, though. And I hope this kind of opens the door to that. Dude, the, the Puma Clyde is basically a Samba it's basically their dunk. It's their Air Force standard, one, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you can literally do anything just because the classic the, shape, the shape, yeah, yeah, makes it so any color looks good. Yeah, right. You can you can do some super sick stuff with it for I sure. Um, so a good collab with that. Yeah, Is Cheeto, are they under the Dorito umbrella or Lay's? Uh, well, I think technically, it's, or Coca Cola. <laughs> It's pe- so it's crazy. I think Pepsi owns Frito Lay. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, so and that owns Cheetos. I think. Right. I don't. I honestly don't know. There's like all these tiers, right? Yeah. Like layers, but they're all under the same umbrella, right? I think so. Yeah. I could. I could be wrong, and and Doritos could be its own thing, um. But uh, I, that's what I was under the impression that it was Frito Lay owns Doritos, or right? Thing. Um, Frito Lay. That's right. Let's see, products. Yeah, Doritos, Cheetos, Doritos, Tostitos, Lay's, Ruffles. Uh, so they're all under Frito Lay, which is owned by Pepsi. So there you go. Okay. Pretty interesting. Um, next up, we have the hype pair. Mm-hmm. The crazy hype pair. Yes. Uh, the Jordan Jordan Jumpman Jack, Jack. TR mm-hmm. sale <laughs> sale colorway with uh, I think I believe there's two or three other colorways that we'll be releasing later on in the year. The next yeah. one I believe is on uh, in April with a red swoosh and a black and white color. Um, I'm okay with the model. I, I I'm to me it's like a it's like a Jordan One Low mixed with a Dunk trainer type of thing with the strap in the front yeah there's um, a lot going on uh the signature travis scott reverse swoosh on there I, I i personally uh think travis does a great job on all his shoes uh obviously all everything he does turns into gold and is automatically three four times worth <laughs> right because of because of the hype obviously and the people and he has a lot of fans um, yeah but i do think he makes a good shoe he makes good uh merch for his shoes and his lines that he does. Uh, out of all the ones he's made though, this is to me not one of the best not one of the best ones he um 
he designed or made. I think I'm I think okay with it. I think it's interesting because it does deviate from his Jordan One stuff. Because yeah. like you know, for the most, uh, there's more to it. But often on the Jordan Ones, it was kind of just like a cool colorway. Yeah. With the backward swoosh, which yes. works really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I I, I, I it's fine. You know, um, I kind of wish the midsole was a little smaller. Lower? Maybe yeah, yeah lower. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I think it's cool. I just don't. I I personally don't understand how the price balloons for anything he does mm-hmm. like it like you said it, it goes crazy no matter what and i don't think he's ever like you said he his shoes are usually nice mm-hmm. but are they like you said three four times nice and in this one's case 10 times as nice because mm-hmm. this this pair he there was a shock drop from his website on mm-hmm. the grammys which was uh last last week yep and 200 bucks mm-hmm. you know Decent amount for a pair of shoes. Now on StockX, they're going for like almost three thousand. Yeah. So, and, and excuse me. And uh, what? Uh, and we also yeah, we we kind of dropped the ball on that because I was like, this shoe will probably be a good amount after it comes out, and we had no idea it was coming out on Grammy. Night. No, I did not see anything on that. Uh, so they are, according to um, Nice Kicks, they are going to do another release through sneakers yeah. on March fifth. Yeah. Uh, for two hundred dollars is the expected retail price. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty, yeah, those are pretty nuts. <laughs> that that resale price will go down as soon as the the March fifth release comes out. But I would imagine it's not going to get um, too. It's not going to go too much lower than what, yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it will go lower. I yeah, think. it will. It will eventually go lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgot to mention the uh, Scoot Zeros. They're normally a hundred dollars, but I think they're expected to be about one hundred and fifteen. One fifteen. For the Cheetos on so. the on February sixteenth. Yes, and yeah. so like I said, those will be coming out soon. So the week of this. If episode, you're interested, yes. keep your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Puma website. Open. Yeah, Puma website, Puma app. If you have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah, the Cactus Jack stuff. Cactus Jack. I mean, crazy. Could, also, a good a good addition to to the collection of shoes that he's made already. I think if it were, if it were up to me, I think his his Jordan ones are probably the best that he's done. That the highs and the lows. Mm. There, there are one or there is, or there is one or two colorways I don't personally like. Uh, but his Air Max ones, I'm like not really too much of a fan. His trainers, not too much of a fan. Uh, this one, not too much of a fan. So, if, but are the, they are the they olive. nice? Are they good? Yes. Are they nice shoes? Yes. Uh, I personally would only wear the Jordan gotcha. ones that he's made. But all right, not a bad shoe. Three thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and then last up for the upcoming releases, another one coming out this week also through sneakers. The Jordan 4 Fred Reimagined. Yes. I, I lied to Julian the other day. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> are you going to go for it? I was like, nah. He's like, I'll, get it, I'll go for it for you. And I was like, you know, there's other shoes on my list, right? And then I looked at my... <laughs> I, go! I, was at, I, was at wor- I was at work. I looked at my phone at the right time because as soon as I looked at my phone, I got the notification for the shock drop. Yeah. I went on, I put up, I put in a nine, and I got the error screen. So I had just missed it. Dang. Um, but it's okay. You know, I, I. You'll have another chance. It's it's at two. Yeah. Yeah. It's at two eighty at right now, and that was exactly that was the shock drop. So that wasn't the official drop, which I think is also this month. Yeah, uh, it's uh, this week, February seventeenth. Yes. So sixteen, seventeen is a lot of crazy yeah. stuff coming out. Um, so 7 a.m. on sneakers, so mm-hmm. set your alarms. Uh, also, I know your opinion on this is that 
the leather the leather makes the bread for not look like the original bread for which is which makes a lot of sense this is the reimagined mm-hmm. hair yeah um i still think it, it it looks like a really good bread for to me but yeah. but i do agree with you that i do wish there was some suede on there to kind yeah. of give it yeah but like i said it's the reimagined series i i still mess with it i just it, missed on it they're definitely <laughs> well you got another chance i do i do uh yeah they're nice they're i i do think overall super good job and you know these are gonna sell out immediately on sneakers because classic pair super yeah. classic my my worry is uh because we all have different pre- we both put different pressure on t- on our shoe different types mm-hmm. of pressure on our types of our shoe so you'll see the creases in different areas uh my worry is that this crease right here will be very insane it's gonna be nasty. after a lot of wears yeah yeah which the quality so the quality of the leather needs to, will matter yeah you know what i'm saying and i think you know like you kind of almost got to expect it like yeah, at, at some point, leather's gonna crease. You know? I, I, yeah, I'm just saying in terms of the. Unless con- you want to lotion your shoes. And yes. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's ways to do it. Yeah, yeah. To get rid you of can, it. you can. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a little excessive. I, I like the look of shoes when they're a little worn, gives a character, right? But, uh, just uh, side by side, the, an original Jordan, a bread four, and this four, in terms of after a couple, maybe a couple years of use, I still think the original bread four would look better. Um, in better or be in better shape than it would with this material. I just that's I, how I, I guess time will tell. Yeah, so that means I gotta get it right. Would you do out. any other laces? Like, would you do a red lace or a gray? You know what? Hard to go against black. I think, but black is is fire. Red is not gonna look good on no. there. You know what I do like though, and I do want a pair of recent like sometime soon is um, the Stealth Five, which is an all black five, and they put the white lace on there. Looks sick. Okay. So I might put a white lace that would, on that. Yeah, that'd be cool. I can see that. I working. like the contract. I'm kind of going against what I, my, uh, what you normally would, do, would say yeah. in the beginning of the podcast, where <laughs> yeah. I don't like white laces with the black yeah, shoes. Yeah. But some shoes look dope with that. Combat. And I know I can see that being, you know, so I, I was like, that's why I like the look of the, uh, the all black air, uh, the more up tempos. Oh, yeah. Because I love when the, the writing just contrasts against every, it's just a little thing, but it contrasts, mm-hmm. but it pops drastically. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you guys are interested in more history on the Jordan 4, check out that episode. episode. Yeah. Episode 4. Episode 4. Yeah. Yeah. Way back. There's not even a YouTube video for that <laughs> one. You got to listen <laughs> get to on, it. Get on Spotify for that one, guys. <laughs> um, but like like we said, 215 for this pair, mm-hmm. releasing through sneakers on February 17th. Yes. 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So And uh StockX does have them at 280 right now, so you will be spending $60 a little over um, re- retail price. Yeah. Uh, but that is it for the new releases. Awesome. Which means it's time to pick or, or... ship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go with that name. Way worse. Buy or fly? Buy. <laughs> that was pretty good. See? Uh, negotiate or uh, uh, also negotiate. <laughs> depreciate. <laughs> Uh, it is that time. Cop or drop? Cop the drop. Cop my drop. Dribbity I'll... K-Drizzle. <laughs> Don't bring up K-Drizzle again, man. K-Drizzle and I are friends K-Drizzle. now. No, no, you're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Cop or drop. Julian doesn't miss. I'm excited. Cop or drop. Julian or EJ. Go. Go. <laughs> uh, this is... I, I don't... 
necessarily think this is a miss on my part, but I did okay. go a drastically well, new direction. Yeah, I was going to say, what was your, your uh, thought process behind this? this uh, we've, I feel like we've talked a lot week's. in the last few episodes about how L.A. is ma- bigger into like a shoe, a multi-purpose shoe, a running shoe, a training yes. shoe. It's a big casual shoe now. It's in L.A. is a shoe that is intended for working in some capacity. Yes. So yes. that was my thought process. We've been talking about okay. that a lot because okay. we've had, we featured the Air Max um, with Gore-Tex mm-hmm. and uh, the other, the hiking shoe that mm-hmm. we did that had the Gore-Tex collab. So yes. we've had a lot of shoes in that vein. So I wanted to really uh, okay. put you to the test here. I, I think I'm in the, I, I think I'm there now. Or... You are probably yeah, yeah. there. Okay. So here we go. We've got, the Hoka Arahi 7. Oh, interesting. Versus the Asics Gel Kayano 30. Yes. Which is Asics here, Hoka here, obviously. Hoka. Basics, right? Yeah, two for like straight up. I'm just going to go to the I'm walking the dog. I'm going to the gym. You know, you can beat these Everything. up. Everything. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Everyday shoe. Um Two, I think I, I kind of just went on either website and did like best sellers. So I think these are two that do pretty well for both oh, for companies. Sure. For sure. Um, the Arahi 7, 145. Asics down here, 160. So they better be comfortable. I mean, two, two uh, companies that are pretty much on top of the running shoe world right now. Um, you can see by the models and the technologies that. Um, that these are made to really comfort your foot. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can tell. Um, uh, what's it called? What was I going to say? Uh, I was never really a huge fan of the Hoka shape of the shoe. Okay. Um, For what it's worth, I did do a little research on Reddit of running people. Yeah. And uh, Hoka's were on people's like top five but yeah generally at the bottom even though i know they're really popular yeah, yeah yeah just throwing that out there um yeah i mean again we're, we live in we, we live in los angeles which is predominantly a huge running shoe in terms of what people like to have on their feet like just like mm-hmm. you just said um so you're gonna see and and hoka specifically in los angeles so you're gonna see that a lot tons of hokas in LA. um asics is such a old uh og brand Tried and tested. Um, you know, yeah, right? Obviously, Unitsuka Tigers and, all, you know, uh, Kill Bill, right? Yeah. And Kill Bill and all that stuff. Um, I might have to cop the ASIC and drop the Hoka. I'm like, down with that. I was, just, I was just never a huge fan of the shape um, of the Hokas. I, I, again, that to me, that matters. Um, it is a little basic mm-hmm. towards me, but... The, the technology of the shoe, what it, how it will protect your body and, and your, your foot. I think I, I believe in all of the technologies and all the stuff for, and the comfort of the, of the Hoka. I just would just have to, in terms of looks, um, I'm going to have to go with, with the ASIC. And, and ASIC has good te- technologies for the shoes. Yeah. Too, so. um, it's more of an old school brand for me, and I like, I like that one a little bit. Yeah. What about you? I agree. I'd go with the ASICs just because, yeah. you know. Like I like I mentioned, they they've been around. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So I I feel like you can definitely trust them. You're paying a little bit more for that, mm-hmm. but I I think that's probably where I would go. Mm-hmm. Pick the A6. It has a, a like it obviously has like a sharper look to it, which mm-hmm. I which I like, um, as opposed to like the rounder look. 
basic um, logo is a lot cooler yeah, to me than the Hoka. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, again, not, not a knock on the Hoka or whatever. I, 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 I totally believe that it, it deserves to be at the top of the running shoe game right now because of um, how well and the performance is for the shoe. Yeah. But I, I, just for my personal preference, I would have to go with the ASIC. All right. Well, did, I, I, again, tough choice, man. I, I wanted to switch it up, you know, mm-hmm. give, you, give, you, give you something a little different. Yeah. But thank you for copying or dropping. Yes. And let us you. know, guys, what shoe we should cop or drop next time. Or Yeah, or which one you like on this yeah. episode. Place your bets. Place your <laughs> um, But that is it. That is the only cop or drop we're doing because we only do one each episode. Each episode. I saw something cool. Do you, know you know the brand On? Yes. Uh, so they're on top as well. They're up there in the list. They're yes. on top? The tops. Tippy uh, top. They, uh, I, I found out that the founder of On uh, used to work for Nike mm. and <clears throat> pitched an idea to them that, oh, this is the direction you should go with the running shoe. This is the type of model that we should go with. Do this. This is what I came up with. They basically told them, nope, we don't want to. Yeah. We're going to go a different direction. We don't want to do that. Ended up starting on, which is super billi- successful, a billion dollar company now. Yeah, so crazy, kind of, kind of. I mean, maybe that doesn't happen if he they don't shut him down, right? Yeah. But what could have been if he, if Nike said yes? Because now they're trying to re, restart their running shoe program again. Yeah, you know, so super weird, kind of crazy to think about. Super weird, yeah. Good, good copper drop, bro. Thanks, buddy, old pal. You're on, you're on a roll. Let's get into some. Feet, feet that is surrounded by by heat. By heat. The feet that are inside of the heat. That are co- <laughs> um, first up, a new reveal of a brand new shoe. Cool. Yes. From none other than Kyrie Irving. Wow. Right. And he revealed them in his first return to Barclays Center mm. after he was traded from the Nets last season. So and also coming cool. back from injury. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is. That's wh- a nice picture, dude. <laughs> cool picture, right? Yeah. yeah. Shout out uh, Nathaniel. Looks <laughs> like he's doing Broadway or something. <laughs> when in New York. Nathaniel, thank you, Nathaniel Butler. Um, yeah. So Kyrie, uh, this is he uh, after he was dropped by Nike last season. He was picked up by Anta, mm-hmm. joining Clay Thompson over there. Yeah. And uh, this is his first signature shoe uh, with the company. Mm-hmm. The Anta Kai One. Yeah. And this colorway is called the Artist, which is very on brand for Kyrie. For yeah. Uh, I didn't. I, I was reading in I think a Hypebeast article that he is the creative director of mm-hmm. Anta or something like that. Which I'm like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good name because uh, the name kind of came out flat. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> The flat, the the Antikai one flat, flat earth, earth colorway. <laughs> um, it's just the sole. It's not a heel. It's a flat. <laughs> it's just the insole because it's flat. Um, but yeah, this was uh, February sixth, and uh, Mavs put on a show in so Brooklyn. Yep. Um, Thirty six points for Kyrie, two rebounds, five assists on fifteen to twenty four shooting. Six of ten from downtown with only three turnovers and a foul, so pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, one nineteen to one hundred seven, they won. So the the Nets are kind of in disarray. Yeah, and as we get more into trade talks, they did trade away Spencer Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. but they traded him for Dennis Schroeder. So it's not like they were 
Not for nothing. Kind of a lateral move. Yeah. But still, I like Schroeder. I think Schroeder's pretty good. Right. Um, do you do you also, how do you feel? Um, how do you feel that the Luca and Kyrie pairing is working out so far? I think mostly good. Kyrie just hasn't been super available. Yeah. Um, but when he's there, it's it's that seems bad. like it's pretty it's pretty good. He didn't have a great game against the Knicks last night, mm-hmm. uh, which he also in the first half he wore this shoe again, and then he switched to his. Um, his other kind of like signature model that he was the which we for. spoke about. We yes. did talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. The Ansa Shockwave Five Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll 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 see if he continues to wear his new shoe. But yeah, he Kyrie's been a little touch and go, but I think generally it's been pretty successful. Yeah, um, we'll see. The 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 Mavs made a few moves at the deadline. They did, um, which we can get into with our next athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a close-up of those shoes, though, and you can see stuck the Kyrie logo on there. I like them, bro. Pretty interesting. I have um, a lot going on. Lots of swooshes and like different material on the shoe, which is mm-hmm. cool. Kind of looks like how LeBron yeah. has this kind of material. Almost on like a 21. waffle sole, right? Yeah. Um, almost like, a, is that a strap, maybe? There's a lot going on. There's a strap. The There's like almost like a, it's their version of a fly knit material right here, which is like a, it's like a yeah. stitch. and on the toe, but, it looks like, too. But very thick. Yeah. Um... On the front and on the side, and then this is very Kyrie also. That like hieroglyphs, the hieroglyphs like, at the I'm, end. I'm not really <laughs> yeah. sure what those are, but I think they did a great job um, mixing the white with the cream for the sole. Yes, and then yeah. uh, it's like it's almost like the colorway can go be like explode and be really crazy looking, but they kept it kind of like intact, even yeah, though there's a lot mostly, of yeah. a lot of colors on it, especially the lace. It's cool because this is the Anta logo, mm-hmm. like. Built into the midsole, so perfect. Pretty cool. Looks, I love how they did that. Really uh, good shoe, man. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. These, there's no release date yet, although they do expect them to come out in spring yes. sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. And uh, like I said, the materials are also very thick. And uh, obviously, it's not it's not a heavy shoe, but they've they figure out a way to make it supportive enough, but also for outdoor and indoor play. Also, I'm noticing, because we brought this up before, how like we're looking at someone wearing Adidas, but they have the Nike NBA socks. Mm-hmm. He is wearing his own socks. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe Nike made them. It, you, you and, know like, what? They're old, but like I'm assuming Nike probably is not making Kyrie Irving stuff anymore. That's that's the Kyrie Irving Nike logo, though. Well, I think that's his logo, though. Is it? I, does I, he have the rights to? to I mean, that? he must because it's on the oh, shoe. Oh, it's on there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it must be like his logo because mm-hmm. I know. Historically, there's been some issues with that yeah. for other athletes, like for um, Kawhi Leonard, because right. he was a Nike athlete for mm-hmm. a, a moment, and he had the claw logo. Mm-hmm. Where it looked like the hand. Yeah, and he, yeah. I think he was able to win that, because I think he still uses that logo, but right. there was, I remember there being some contention of Nike being like, that's ours. And mm-hmm. We designed that, or whatever. So that, if I was an athlete, mm-hmm. and I, I, would, I would pitch designers for a logo before I put it on it, before... Nike or Adidas said, "Hey, we're gonna. This is your logo." I'd be like, "No, I'm gonna make my own logo, and you guys can use it from me." Yes, but it's my logo. Yes, that might be the way to go because, uh, yeah. That's so what that, I would do. So that way you can keep your. You logo. own it. Yeah, yes. you don't want to lose because like, then they're like, "No, if if you leave, we're keep we're keeping this with us." Like, yeah, Jordan is never going to leave Nike and Jordan brand. But can you imagine if he did? Like, what he's shooting a lamp <laughs> instead. <laughs> he's like, um, but yes. Anyways, leading. Kyrie Irving plays for the Mavericks, which leads us into our next player, who mm-hmm. was recently traded to the Mavericks. Yes. P.J. Washington. Yes. Former Charlotte Hornets. You're free, P.J. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play 
for the Hornets anymore. And congratulations. Uh, his name was in trade talks for last year too. So yeah, you know. uh, I thought this was apropos though. Got Dennis Schroeder, who was also traded. So yes. it's a trade heavy picture. Mm-hmm. And he is wearing the uh, gift of Mamba Kobe, Kobe fours four, which is the Pro Tros. Fire. fire. Uh, we've seen a few of these. I think this is maybe the second or third time even that we've covered we, these. I think so. we spoke to uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan wearing it. I think DeMar and maybe even someone on the Pacers, I feel like. Maybe Tyrese? Hallie? Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Maybe. Or no, maybe uh, my Buddy. Turner? Oh, maybe. Yeah, one of them. One. I think Hallie or, yeah, or yeah, Turner yeah. wore them as well. Um, but yes, so PJ Washington. Yeah, what's in, his stat line look like? He, you know, he's been okay. That's why I'm a little like cautious on this move. The big name that people thought was going to move from the Hornets was Miles Bridges, mm-hmm. and I saw that he said he's not going to entertain any train, trade thoughts mm-hmm. or trade talks. Which I was like, does he have a no trade clause? That mm-hmm. seems weird. Um, Miles Bridges has been balling out. He he's been killing it. Um, yeah, but PJ Washington, a little bit different. He had in this game against the Raptors, which was on the seventh. Um, Six points, five rebounds, one assist, one turnover, and two fouls. Um, two of 11 from the field, 0 for 5 from three, so and two for four from the line. So pretty bad shooting game for him. Yeah. Um, he's been coming off the bench this year, averaging 13.5 points, 5.3 rebounds, and 44.5% from the field. Um, not bad. I mean... I, I only ask because... Uh... I think the, I think the league and Charlotte expected a lot from him. Yeah, I think you thought he was going to be a little bit better than he has been so far. Yeah, he's in. This is his fifth season, so you kind of would hope he would grow into a bigger role. Um, yeah, like I said, he spent most of his time off the bench this year. Um, like his perhaps last game for Charlotte, he uh, played thirty-one minutes off the bench. So he's getting he's getting significant he's getting time. time. Yeah. Um, Numbers aren't quite there yet. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe a change of scenery is good. I yeah. mean, getting out of Charlotte has got to be good. Even now, Steve Clifford said something about, like, I haven't done a great job coaching these guys. <laughs> like, they need someone yeah. better than me, which is like, uh oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks for being honest. We, yeah, I guess. But um, they also lost uh, Terry Rozier. They traded Terry Rozier. Um, um, $100 million contract yeah. off their books, but also just, you know, get a guy who can. Probably help they kind of got a reset. I mean, Miles Bridges and, Lon- and Lonzo Lamelo are are good pieces, and that Mark Williams center guy is mm-hmm. not bad. But you know, they they got some stuff to figure Nick out. Nick Richards, I do not know who that is. <laughs> oh, and they center. traded center. They traded Gordon Hayward too, so they kind of they, they were sellers, big sellers this year. Mm-hmm. They traded Hayward to the Thunder, mm-hmm. um, which and, will be their like another vet. But the Thunder didn't really get rid of anyone significant. I no. think uh, Bertans was the. And yeah. Trey Man and Trey Man, so mm-hmm. totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, P- so the PJ Washington trade, he was sent to Dallas in exchange for Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a twenty twenty seven first round pick, which is mm-hmm. a pretty hefty package. I-, I think overall this will be a good move, but you know, you, you hope PJ can uh, maybe work on that shooting a little bit because that's really they they need a, a stretch guy, and yeah. PJ could be very good at that. And the Ma- Ma- the Mavericks are at the they're they're teetering along the lines of uh, late uh, rank like a seventh or eighth pick and the play in, so they're I would imagine they're expecting a lot from these these trades that they got. Yeah, you know the, what I mean. They like, also traded for Daniel Gafford 
from the uh, Wizards. Front court help. Yeah, you know? so, and, and they definitely needed another center, so mm-hmm. um, should be a pretty good move for them, because Gafford's been pretty decent in Washington. He's, he's, uh, he's a great rebounder. I mean, you're obviously going to start lively, right? Like yeah, said, I would. Because <laughs> he's, he's a good player. He's, he's balling. He's looking like he's going to be great, too. Uh, but to get him some help, I think that Mavs team will benefit from this. Uh, Close-up of those things on his feet. I'm not gonna lie. I wish I hit on that on these. They're they're so, so nice. dope. I mean, they're all black. You know, you which I know you're not always a huge fan of, but in this case, the Jordan with the Kobe four and then the the snake skin. Okay. Dude. Would you do white laces on this? No, no, I would not. I would not because uh, there's no other hint of white on there. No, you know what no. I mean. Yeah. So maybe what would you do like a gold colored lace? To match the signature. You know, that might work. That might. I, I still think black is probably the way to go. It might have to be the speckled gold with black. Oh, that could be pretty sick. We don't even own it. <laughs> like, PJ. I'm, buy- <laughs> I'm buying it. <laughs> the lace. Just, for the- Just the laces. <laughs> Just the laces. <laughs> Just the laces. Um, but this would be, man, that would be a nice pair to own. Super dude. nice pair. Uh, next up on our Heat on the Feet, another mm-hmm. traded player, Mr. Buddy Heald. Who- <laughs> I- I saw Dylan first and got immediately got upset. <laughs> Why did you choose this I don't guy? Like him. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Dylan the villain there getting mm-hmm. hand checked by by uh, Buddy. That's a foul, Buddy. That that is definitely a foul. <laughs> um, good pair, bro. That's a nice colorway, dude. I know. I was like, is that a PE? I'm not really yeah, sure. That's a PE for right? sure. Mm-hmm. These are fours again. Uh, sixes. Sixes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm never quite sure. Still, I'm still working on my knowledge. No, no, no. you're 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 all right there. I, the sixes, you can tell because of the. Uh, it's every single one has that that snakeskin. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting colorway. I you know I do love the um, the what do you call that? That what do you call that type of colorway? Like a, the Easter colors. Oh, like a pastel. Like a pastel. Yeah. I, I I love that because it it co- does do good contrast with the black. Yeah, so it's the, interesting, right? Yeah. So the yellow and the the yellow and the green are awesome. It's like almost Pacers colors. I think that maybe they're like yeah. in season tournament court or jerseys were kind of more that color, mm-hmm. if memory serves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like a green blue, kind of. Yeah, you know? yeah. So this was against the Rockets on uh, February sixth. The Pacers did win off a of Halliburton clincher. Yes, uh, one thirty two to one twenty nine. Uh, was but- that the buzzer beater? It wasn't quite the buzzer beater. I think there was still a little bit of time shot. left, but it was a game winner. Yeah, it was that layup he hit over Dylan Brooks, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 points, three rebounds, six assists, uh, one turnover, and two fouls on five of seven shooting, uh, and two of four from three for Buddy Heald, um, who was sent to the 76ers uh, for Furkan Korkmaz, Marcus Morris, and three future second round picks. Crazy. Um, pretty good deal for the Big Sixers, haul. I think. I think Korkmaz maybe already got released, or mm-hmm. the plan is to release him, if I'm not mistaken. What do you What do you think was the uh, the thinking behind uh, the Pacers uh, getting rid of him? Probably giving more time to like right Nemhart and uh, uh, I see that other guy, Neesmith. Um, uh, Aaron. Yeah. yeah, they kind of fit similar, at least positions. Buddy, I think, is still a better shooter. But he's also in his contract year, so maybe he was gonna leave. they had talked about like he's like you know I'm I'm not sure if I'm gonna stay, so maybe they just want to get out in front of it. Yeah, three second round picks never hurts, you know. 
I, I only asked because I felt like he was a he was a pretty good piece to that that nucleus that they have over yeah, there. Yeah, I thought. And they're having pretty good success. They're so having I thought, a, yeah, pretty you know, good why season. not keep him, but, you know. Um, but yeah, I think he's a great addition for the Sixers. Give them a little more shooting. Yeah. Um, they have an infinite amount of wings now, and I would rather have Buddy Heald playing than Marcus Morris. Not... He got traded again. You saw that? Yeah. Oh, he did? He got double traded. From the Pacers? I didn't realize that. He got double traded. Um, But yeah, I think an improvement for them and someone who can maybe have a big scoring night when Embiid is out. You know, you never know when Buddy Heald might ignite. So I I, I like it a lot. And and, uh, the Sixers also got rid of Pat Bev. So maybe he fits kind of that role. Maybe. Yeah, Pat Bev to the uh, Bucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it? Did they get trade for campaign or campaign got moved? Campaign and a pick. I don't know. Did he go to the Sixers? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not entirely certain. There, there was a lot of little moves like that, mm-hmm. uh, which we kind of touched on at the top of the podcast. Like there wasn't. Oh man, this guy got traded. Like I can't believe he got traded. There, yeah, there's no there stars. Wasn't anything really. really like that, which is yeah. fine. I think this little moves like these, I think, is what can really help a team. Like Buddy Hield on on the Sixers might be a huge piece for them. Like, yeah. Another shooter, a guy that can space the floor. When Maxi has, he doesn't need the ball. You know, mm-hmm. it'll take a load um, off his, his hands a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think a great move for the Sixers. I think so too. I, I was actually surprised when I saw it. Um, the other trades that we want to talk about. The big one was New York, who uh, ended up being huge buyers, mm-hmm. particularly from Detroit. They mm-hmm. got uh, Boyan Bogdanovich and uh, Burks. Alec Burks in exchange mainly for. Um, can't think of his name right now. Uh, Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes was kind of the and a uh, second round pick, one few, or two. Yeah, a few second round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, a, I think, a great move for uh, the Knicks. I thought so too. I think these these players will hold them down when their starters come back, and when they do come back and play as a whole, I think they could be problems. I, yeah, I think I think especially with that the shooting around Brunson now is deadly. Yeah, and it sure. gives it just gives I think the Knicks more guys that Tom Thibodeau can trust because mm-hmm. he was really only playing like off the bench. Josh Hart, Divincenzo. Yeah, um, uh, Tibbs' rotation. Yeah, so now they have at least a few more guys because they so the the Knicks sent out two second round picks, some cash, um, Quinn Grimes, like you said, Malachi Flynn. Evan Fournier and Ryan <laughs> Arcia Dunk. Ar- Archie, Archie, uh, Archie, Archie Danico. Yeah, Danico. Yeah. yeah, he was a wizard for a bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who I think people have they they hope he can do some good things, but mm-hmm. I mean for the Knicks, really, they didn't like they didn't really get rid of like anything too crazy. No, no nobody who who they were using. No, you know, I think great great trade for them. So Big time. That the the Knicks are looking like. They're gonna make some noise in the playoffs. They so. look, they they they're successful. They know it, and they're going for it. And it's it's always a good thing for the NBA when the Knicks are good too. The time right? is now. Yeah, the time is now. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to trying to think what other other trades went down. Uh, Corey Joseph was sent to the Pacers for a pick again, which he mm-hmm. he was there before. before. <laughs> uh, where did uh, Olenek go? Did he go anywhere in it? But yes, he did. Um, I forgot. I forgot where he ended up. Robin Lopez got traded and then cut by the Kings mm-hmm. uh, immediately. 
Um, who? I don't know. Where, he oh, went. He he went somewhere where I, Detroit. No, he didn't go to Detroit. No, he 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 was he he was supposed to go to a lot of teams that were looking for big help, and uh, he ended up going somewhere I didn't where that he probably didn't. Really Raptors. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and the Jazz in exchange got Oda Porter Jr. a first round pick, which seems crazy. Crazy. Um, and Kyra Lewis Jr., who I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Monte Morris was sent to the Timberwolves. That was a big one. Um, Pacer, er, from the Pistons, who who got Troy Brown, Troy Brown Jr., Shake Milton, and a second round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Xavier Tillman got traded to the Celtics. Our defense. A pretty decent move. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grizzlies turned into crazy sellers this year, which I didn't really see coming. I thought they'd right. kind of stand pat with all the injuries. I think they expected to um, be like really successful this year, and they just didn't. They don't see well, it. Jaws Jaws, did, yeah. So uh, they got two second round picks and Lamar Stevens from the Jazz. And then they also, the Suns sent out um, big body David Roddy. Oh, that's right. To this, uh, or the Suns got David mm-hmm. Roddy from mm-hmm. the Grizzlies. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of an interesting trade. They, uh, the Suns sent Yuta Watanabe and a first round swap to um, the Grizzlies. And then the Suns also in that trade got Royce O'Neal from the Nets. Um, there you go. They for, and the Nets from the Suns got Kata Bates Diop, who's pretty good, Jordan Goodwin, um, and then uh, three future round picks from the uh, second round picks from the Suns. Mm-hmm. So I think a fair deal. But the Suns, I like that move for them. Yeah. I think Royce O'Neal is a good piece. And they're, fi- they're they're fixing the edges. You know? Yeah, Royce O'Neal is huge. He's a great defender. Mm-hmm. Defender, um, and if you need a three here and there, yeah, he'll get a bucket for you guys. A a a a, a somewhat. Quiet trade deadline out of all Little the years. Out of all the yeah, yeah. out of all the years, um, contenders are 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 showing up their bench. You know, some a lot of teams are getting better role player players. Um, Gordon Hayward, who I think will be kind of like a pickup where what Giddy isn't really doing too much of this season, and yeah. Dart isn't really playing too well this season. So I feel like they maybe got a. A little bit of an offensive guy to come in. Yeah, Hayward's interesting because, you know, he's never been quite what people thought he was going to be mm-hmm. from when he left the Jazz. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was came all crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I think he's going to be a nice steady, like, if things get out of control, let's run a play for Gordon Hayward because mm-hmm. he he's been around, he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he can score. So, good move. Mm-hmm. Um, Thunder are really good so and they didn't lose anything pretty much in that deal so yeah pretty good deal i saw can i tell you about a uh, story i saw you're gonna say no <laughs> i caught it yes yes <laughs> you can um it was a pretty cool topic that i saw it was a podcast with a bunch of uh nba like analyst guys um they were like so what happened what the, the question was what happens to, to pj tucker's shoes uh when, oh, I saw when he gets traded you, did you see that i saw a little bit of it and they were like Okay, let's put it into perspective. So the average NBA player has around 10 to 20 shoes in their facility, right? Pacific, their practice facility or the the arena where they play, right? Yeah. Um, PJ Tucker, when he got traded from Philly to, yeah, to, to, the, to Clippers. the Clippers, um, the, the, man, the equipment managers from both teams, they, they get together and say, okay, this is what I'm sending over, blah, blah, blah. So whenever someone gets traded, right? 10 to 20 pairs for each player, right? PJ Tucker had to tr- they had to to send 250 pairs of shoes. <laughs> that's 
so maybe too many that to choose for one game bro like uh um, but you're not gonna play it yes <laughs> uh so the equipment manager was like to the the clippers one was like i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you 250 250 shoes we had to find the biggest they had to find the biggest boxes they just stacked the shoes on top of each other without boxes um when it got to the clippers facility they have a, a garage where they keep all the equipment right they had to build shelves <laughs> just for pj tucker shoes dude pj tucker shoes so he's the best treatment bro yeah so it's not even like take them home bro it's well you can leave them here and then we'll set up the ones that you want yeah. and it's like 250 just to That's pick from crazy so crazy shout out the goat man the sneaker goat baby you know had to bring them up dude uh, every episode you got to get one pj tucker you gotta have we talked about there. the the zards a little bit already the zards, so. that's true. Yeah. so we're good there With mr gafford snakes and stats classics baby that's right uh but that's it yeah that's all i got good stuff we i think we got it all happy trade deadline we'll see y'all uh after the all-star break which should be fun yes it's gonna be cool they uh they announced the three-point participants i think damian lillard will win that i do think damian lillard should win it i kind of was confused about the steph and sabrina thing mm-hmm. i thought they were just going to be in the three-point contest mm-hmm. i think what they're they, doing it separate right i think what yeah i think it's separate what they should do is whoever wins the three-point contest gets to join that contest versus steph and sabrina that would be awesome that'd be sick that's actually pretty awesome that'd be very cool imagine but. steph loses he's not in it <laughs> why uh, but yeah steph and sabrina shootout will be fun um mm-hmm. The uh, I I heard the dunk contest. Um, Jalen Brown's in the dunk contest. He the said first he started. Did he, to do did he it commit? In a while, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I I, I thought he. What I read was he was still thinking about it or something. As far I mean, they were announcing it on uh, Inside the NBA. So oh, then cool. Even I'm, better. I'm hoping he does it because he's. I don't know the last time like a a current star because like obviously you know Zach Levine semi star when he was uh, now and he mm-hmm. was like up and coming when he did it. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's gonna be sick. That's true. And then it's um, Obi Toppin's little brother who's in the G League um, mm-hmm. on the Knicks. Oh, he's in there too. The he's in it? Knicks. Yeah, he's in it. Mac McClung, uh, also from the G League, is in it. And then Jaime Hawkes is the other guy. Oh, the that's right. I just hope I I, I hope for creativity because that's all I ever want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because because you're gonna remember when they were like, oh, Shannon Brown's in it, and it was like kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, because he Shannon <laughs> so, Brown, all time great in game dunker, but high when flyer. He, yeah. When he went to the, the contest, it was like. <laughs> you just dug it. That is it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, we will see y'all after the All Star break. Mm-hmm. We'll have some new cool stuff. Or uh, during, or I, I guess after. We'll see you after. We'll see. You we'll after. see you sometime. We'll see you sometime soon. Um, but we'll have some cool All Star stuff for you. Yes, we also have some stuff in the works with other podcasts. So stay tuned. Don't tell anybody. For that. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't say anything. Just between you and us and him. Yes. Don't tell your parents. <laughs> But, uh, they don't want to know. They don't want to know. But uh, yeah, just stay tuned. We've got some cool stuff coming up for you, and we'll see you guys next week. On the Flippity Flop. <laughs> Worst high five ever. No, I felt like one finger on there. <laughs> P- pinky on pinky contact. <laughs>